Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. Let's kick it off. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast this week of January 17th, 2022, Season 4, Episode Number 3. Chris here with Lalo and Charles inside the garage. What's up, guys? hey Lots of things to talk about this week, including Ghost and Volbeat offering an exclusive 7-inch single only available at their upcoming concerts. Uh, so that's kind of cool. We'll look at that. Bonnaroo finalizing and releasing their 2022 lineup. We'll go over that. Spencer Eldon refiles his lawsuit against Nirvana. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We thought it was over. That. We thought yeah. it was over. Eddie Vedder's late father appears on his new solo album. There's a really interesting story with that. Uh, and could COVID-19 sniffing dogs be the new norm at concerts? Ooh. What? Metallica and some other bands are already using them. What? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Plus, this week in Music History Trivia, Weekly WTF, and so much more. Uh, of course, now we're live on Twitch, so follow us. Uh, if you're watching, you're obviously already there. But if you're just tuning in, make sure you guys uh, give us a like and a follow. Twitch.tv slash Rock News Weekly. That's our new Twitch channel. Uh, we're also going to have our YouTube channel that will be coming in the next week. We're going to upload this episode. It'll be one of our first ones on our YouTube channel to kick it off and it'll be youtube well it's unfortunately with youtube you can't do like youtube slash whatever it's like some weird code yeah you have to Aww. search for the channel so i can't have a cool like youtube slash rock news weekly i tried but unless you're slash <laughs> maybe maybe then you're golden but don't forget if you like supporting the podcast or like the podcast and you'd like to support uh for 3.99 a month we're gonna lower that price uh, coming up i just got to get in touch with anchor fm and figure out how to do that um, but if you guys go to anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe, you guys can check out all the behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, our weird and funny uh, crazy commercials that we do, uh, stuff that you're not really going to get to see here on the live stream, and i got to figure a way to integrate that. I'm going to come up with some ideas. Yeah. we got to get Aaron to make some graphics for these commercials. Oh, oh I mean, the 100%. graphics that he already has and are awesome for I know. our products. So we got to get those yeah. into like a commercial that we can air for everybody. And on the web on the website right now, there's still the the you can check out the the graphics for Balljack and Crow's Milk, right? That's right. They're and, all up yeah, there. They're all up to all of those products. Krill Reserve Lager. Krill Reserve. Chicken yep. Marrow Nubbins. Yeah? We no, Not, we need no, to make graphics. Ooh, we, yeah, we yet. haven't done graphics for Chicken Marrow Nubbins. Chicken Marrow uh, Or some of the other ones that we've come up with. So we got to get on that. We're, yeah, we're gonna do it. So, yeah. I in mean, the meantime, even now, three ninety nine a month. If just that, three ninety nine pays for one of our awesome commercials <laughs> that's Definitely. how dope our commercials are a lot you know all of us are just kind of donating our time our graphics designer aaron uh he donates his time too so anything you guys can contribute definitely goes towards that it's much appreciated uh and give us a like and a follow on all of our social media instagram facebook twitter it's all at rock news weekly i'm gonna be better with twitter now because i'm gonna link it up to the uh, twitch channel here so anytime we go live it'll send out a notification on twitter so you guys can get notified so make sure you guys uh give us a like and a follow there uh, rocknewsweekly.com of course everything's up there um we're gonna be airing this podcast in its audio form on monday i post all the podcast audio on monday so this is kind of a cool way for you guys to get um, a heads up, you know, you can watch it first, you know, whether we do it on Friday or Sunday. Yeah. Uh, it's usually a Friday or Sunday and you guys can watch it first on our Twitch channel and then, you know, everybody will get the audio on Monday. Yeah. So we have fans in 25 fucking countries. Yeah. Isn't That's that, true. Isn't we, that nuts? we got our, um, our, our stuff. I should put it up on the screen. I didn't have it ready, but, um, from anchor FM. It was like the end of the year report. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, you're listened to in 25 different countries, uh, up 60% in the listens. So thank you guys very much. It's, yeah. Uh, it's really cool. It's 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 neat to know that all, all those people are listening and hopefully we'll attract some more yeah. uh, fans and followers uh, with fun, all this uh, Twitch stuff. Fun fact, though, all 25 of those countries are third world countries. Yeah. Fun fact. That's a fun fact. You're listening fact. on ham radio. Every, every one. It's not very fun, though. 
it's, it's not very fun. It. It's not fun. Um, all right, uh, Ghost and so Volby going to be offering a vinyl of Metallica covers mm. at their concert. It's a double A side, seven inch, featuring each band's contributions to the Metallica Blacklist charity album. Okay. Uh, at their upcoming uh, co-headlining tour, so it's kind of cool. It's on clear vinyl, and it's only pressed to three thousand units, with one hundred and fifteen units available at each tour stop. So it's definitely going to be a rare one. It's definitely going to be one that you'll probably see online that's going for quite a bit more, which, you know, it's kind of ridiculous the way that happens. But yeah, yeah. first come, first serve. And all, But Ooh. here's the deal. All the money uh, from the sales of that 7-inch are going to be split even evenly between the All Within My Hands Foundation and the charities of the artist's choice, which is Camp Aronutic from mm. Ghost. That I don't know, good. that sounds like a cult. That sounds it awful. is a cult. And then, that's where Wagonathon resides. <laughs> that could be where Corn Camp's actually being held. Oh yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, Corn Camp. Uh, and then the Born Cancer Fondin, which is uh, Volbeat's uh, uh, foundation that okay. he's, he's choosing. So all the money yeah. goes to charity. It's kind of cool. Um, we saw Volbeat at the last Aftershock. We did? Yes. Yeah, that's right. We did. We sure did, and uh, they're pretty darn good live. Uh, I will say they may be like a radio-friendly uh, band, but they, those guys are pretty cool dudes, and they have a lot of metal roots, and uh, they put on a really good live show. It yeah. seems like the crowds just for their shows are are really uh, into it. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. It was huge. Man, Metallica is everywhere right now. It's crazy. I know. Um, yeah, San Francisco's got Metallica Day on the 16th of uh, last month, I think. December, yeah. Yeah, and um, and they've got Blackened. Their whiskey's out, and that's that's super strong right now. They just released that that covers album with 52 songs, um, people covering all their their songs, including Miley Cyrus. And I know it's uh, a really um, yeah. diverse list of people. Elton John, yeah, Elton John, yeah. Um, you know, Rodrigo, covering Metallica, e, Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. whole thing is yeah, wow. So yeah, it's amazing. Uh, they're, they're on tour. Check out all these tour dates here. Uh, they they got a lot coming up. Um, oh, yeah. That's the Ghost and Volbeat. That's the Ghost Duo? Ghost and Volbeat show. So oh wow. They're coming up here right this last week of January. Check that out, Reno. Uh, and then we get um, the we don't get any in Northern California, unfortunately. It's Anaheim no. at uh. the Honda Center in March. Hmm. You know what that tells me? Maybe they're going to be at Aftershock. I don't know. Mm, they'll be at Worcester, Massachusetts. Ooh. Look at that. Look that at Dave Mustaine. Oh, yeah, look at him. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, I'm fucking rocking out. Yeah. That stink face. Uh, all right, so oh, Megadeth. That stink. That's a royal stink face. <laughs> it's oh. the metal tour of the year, guys. That's what they're naming this tour with Megadeth, Lamb of God, Trivium, and In Flames. Oh, was that the that was supposed to be yeah. on a boat? Yeah. No, no, no. The, well, they were part of the Rock Cruise or whatever it was. Yeah. But it was a separate tour. We I remember we had tickets for this for the station, and it never materialized. And they're like, "Oh, we'll have a new date." And I was looking through these new dates. There's no new Northern California date yet. Oh. So we don't have anything for our area. But oh. You guys are going to get a lot of dates starting in April in Las Vegas, kicking it off all across the country. Oh, yeah, look but at that. Nothing for us here in California. So oh. uh, maybe in the fall uh, for that Megadeth tour, but it looks pretty cool. Nothing mm. in Worcester, Massachusetts. Come on, Megadeth. All right, check it out, guys. Oh, Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. So yeah. let's let's go at this in, in little check segments here. Bonnaroo's big, big lineup for 2022. So they got the Thursday. I don't know who Griffin is. I've never heard of that artist. I don't know. Lalo, have you heard of that guy? It's literally not a even, Griffin. Not even. It's just an All actual Griffin. All it is Griffin. is a Griffin that just flies it's on the It's a stone Griffin. It's a stone Griffin that yeah. plays Ozzy Osbourne out of the speaker yep. in his mouth. That's the most metal Griffin Mr. there is. Mr. Crowley. Uh, yeah, super metal. I have metal. not heard of any of these bands. The Weather Station. All that is is there. Okay, the Weather Station is just the Weather Station. <laughs> For full sunny hour. and a chance of clouds here, <laughs> Bonnaroo. Uh, yeah. It's your it's Weather getting, Station. It's getting kind of wet out there, folks. Uh, got about an inch coming in tonight uh, in Worcester, Honestly, oh, I am dude. not even joking. I have not heard of a single person on that Thursday lineup. The Dip. There's just a band called Nothing. 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 <laughs> nothing. Yeah, I, I like Recno. No, it's weird because I've I've been reading a lot about Bonnaroo, and I don't these think these sound I've like ever fake bands. These honestly, you know, when they release those lineups and it's like a fake lineup, yeah, it's like just yeah. a bunch of nonsense. It does. That look first right. day looks like total nonsense. Goth babe, blue deaded, like blue the tiger, the tiger, the brook and the bluff. <laughs> that sounds like it was created by like a computer or something. I like, bet you. Oh my god. Like a Mark Twain oh book. my god. Okay, but look I at, saw Pucifers on Sunday. Yeah, so let's get down to the meat and oh, potatoes here, though. Wait, Tool in 
Yeah. Tool so, and Pucifer? So what? Tool is there on Saturday and Pucifer is there on Sunday. Oh my God. I remember that happened. Um, that happened at Aftershock. Aftershock. Yep. They did the same thing. They did the back to back kind of thing. Yep. 2018, I think. Hey, yeah, that uh, was pretty brutal. Guitar 49 says, My Morning Jacket. Yeah, they're there. Oh, yeah, My Morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, so Bonnaroo. I know who that is. That's Drew. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. That's, yeah. More, my Morning Jacket is like his gig. They're awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're. Mark Roble. What's up? Who? Mark, Mark Roble. On Saturday? On Saturday. Where you know, uh, oh, girls Mark not, or boys not allowed. Oh, yeah, boys that crazy dude. Oh, yeah. 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 The crazy dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the dude with the keyboard that like does this crazy, like, um, you showed yeah. me, it's like yeah. almost like comedy. Like he does it on purpose to oh, kind of yeah. be weird a little bit. But yeah, yeah, it's just him but and it's the like keyboard. actually really good. Yeah, it's just yeah. him and the keyboard fucking around. That's great. <laughs> Oh my God! There's see... a band on Saturday called Black Tiger Sex Machine. Oh yeah, <laughs> pigeons playing ping pong. Yeah, and, oh, I've yeah. heard of them. I've heard of them. They're Seriously? like a jam band. Yeah, they're like a jam band, kind of like a fish or something. Look at Saturday. Oh my God! And that's then look amazing. at on Sunday too with uh, Stevie Nicks. Oh that's yeah, a, Stevie that's Nicks. a pretty heavy hitter there from Machine. Yeah, that, uh, you know, Machine yeah. Gun Kelly, Roddy Rich, whatever. But I mean, Stevie Nicks. Legendary Fleetwood Mac, you're gonna hear all the Fleetwood Mac songs. Yeah, Stevie Nicks is one of those uh, ladies. I don't know, she's just like a legendary performer, female performer, legendary voice. That's a bucket list for me. I Herbie think I've Hancock, like Herbie Hancock on, oh, on Sunday is pretty amazing. That'd be dope. I'd love to see all that stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters, which is like his best group of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know who who's gonna be with him, but that's gonna be cool. Tash oh, yeah, Sultana, this is amazing. I'm really good. We totally skipped over Ludacris and Denzel Curry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is, how old is Ludacris? Ludacris is When was the last time Ludacris did a tour? I don't Jesus know. He, yeah. Yeah, have you ever seen him? He he hasn't aged a day in like I know. He looks years. exactly he looks, the same. Yeah, he looks exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> it makes Ludic no sense. It's Ludacris. It's Ludacris. Yeah. Luda. That, that's pretty good. Femi, Femi Kuti and the Positive Force on there. Oh, man, nice. that, is, that is a deep lineup. That is really good. Oh, man. Bonnaroo, but you're going to be sweating it out in that fucking uh, nasty uh, humidity in Tennessee. Yeah, big I'll time. tell you what. Uh, big time. But, hey, that's pretty cool. That's a good lineup. I, I, I go for that. Well, wait, when is Bonnaroo? Uh, Bonnaroo, let's scroll back up. Uh, the dates. Ah! June 16th through the 19th, oh, yeah, it's gonna be 2022. Oh, oh, yeah, big time. Right in the smack dab okay, middle yeah. of summer in Manchester, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Manchester. Crickets yeah. the size of my hand. Yeah. But Bonnaroo <laughs> yeah. is, all is, worth it. is pretty awesome. All worth it. Uh, all right. Uh, There's a big tour here from Mammoth WVH, which is, you know, Eddie Van Halen's son. Um, Mammoth WVH uh, is, is doing pretty good, man. I got to say, I got a lot of respect for... Um, for Wolfgang Van Halen and what he's doing. He's doing something different. He could have just like cashed in on his father's legacy and done nothing but like Van Halen stuff, right? Yeah. Played that stuff till he's blue in the face, but he chose to do something completely his own. Yeah. Uh, nobody knows who Mammoth WVH is and he's trying to like do his own thing. And I, I, I got a lot of respect for that. I think he's not trying to rest on his father's laurel, so to speak, and take an easy way out. And he's doing his own thing, and it's really cool. I think he's a. I, I'd love to see him live. I think he's a good musician. We, we saw him live. We, we did, yeah, we, saw we him. caught the. Yeah, I barely saw him live. Oh, I, hey, Lalo and I checked out the yeah, whole show. Yeah, I feel like mm -hmm. I saw like only five yeah. or ten minutes of that set. It was great. We were going to meet you guys, and we didn't get there in time. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So okay, you guys. You guys saw him at aftershock. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? What do you think about him? Just first um, impressions. I'm gonna be honest. The entire time we were like watching, and like every time we bring up. Uh, Eddie Van Halen's son, like yeah. on the podcast, I have to think about that one time where we spent like a thirty-minute car ride ragging on one of their songs. Oh, I know. <laughs> what song and was I it? Know. It was like I will go the distance, and we like we <laughs> yeah. trashed it so hard yeah. for like an hour. Yeah, because he says I'll go the distance like fourteen times in and, the span of like a yeah. minute, and oh we were God. like we were we were in the car going, I wonder if he's gonna go the distance, <laughs> and then and then he was like I'll go the distance, and then we were like Oh wow. That would be pretty amazing if he went the distance and he was like, I'll go the distance. But do you think he's going to go the distance? That, he didn't play that song. Did he play that song when we No, saw I live? think he did. And then that's what, when it like when it clicked in my mind that that was the guy. Oh, okay. Well, you went the distance. He went uh, the distance. <laughs> Mammoth, Mammoth WVH. But still, amazing performer, amazing guitarist. Mm -hmm. um, just just incredible. It was a, yeah. it was a good show from yeah. what I like got. In, in the chat, Guitar said, sorry, that was from the Metallica's co uh, covers conversation. 
Strong lineup other than Thursday. War on Drugs are incredible live. Yeah, totally. Ooh, yeah, okay. when he was mentioning that Bonnaroo lineup. All right. Very true, very true. War on Drugs, I, I'm into them too, man. They have a really new, uh, strong new album, and they, they've been servicing it to Alternative, and it's good stuff, man. I'd love to see them live. I've never got a chance to see them live, but... I'd love to. I heard that they're really good. They're like on top of their game right now. You know what? Uh, we listened to uh, what was that song that we listened to last week with Tom York? Awesome song. Oh, completely the, the blew smile? Us away. The smile. His yeah. new band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tom that, York yeah, from Radiohead. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. You'll never and, work in television again. Yeah, yeah. That from was the smile. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All right, check this out. I love how they just like updated Super. the graphic, like. Well, we were going to do our 20th anniversary tour, and then it got screwed over. I that's awesome. That. <laughs> and they just put the 21st right on top of oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Animosity 21st anniversary tour for Seven Dust. Great album from Seven Dust. Those guys are badass. They yeah. got a, a really good tour coming up. And we're getting a date here in Northern California at Ace of Spades. Oh, March I love the Ace of Spades. With Tetrarch and Dead Poet Society, dude. Tetrarch is a really good band, too. I, I got to say, I'm not as big of a fan as Dead Poet Society. I've heard their stuff. They're okay. Uh, but Tetrarch is a really good um, up-and-coming band with Seven Dust. That's oh, okay. going to be a good show. I haven't heard Tetrarch. Uh, but you gotta, yeah, I got to check them out. I'll, I'll show you guys some stuff off off the stream or whatever. But we did. Uh, we this will uh, be our date right I've there. Heard. Lalo and I went and saw. Um, we went and saw Starset at the Ace of Spades. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that was that was. It's a great a, venue. It's a and cool it's, venue. It, it really yeah. is. Check out this cool uh, thing that they did a couple weeks ago, and now footage is making its way online on YouTube. It was called Nevermind Transformer, Here's Above Ground Number 3, which was a charity gig at the Fonda Theater that they did with Billy Idol, Perry Farrell, uh, Corey Taylor, Taylor Hawkins, Mark McGrath, Steve Stevens, Frankie Perez, and it was hosted um, by Dave Navarro. Uh, so, oh, okay. And it was all with a, um, a charity. They donated $50,000 to Music Cares, which is an ongoing effort to promote awareness and raise funds for the treatment of mental health. Nice. So it was all for a good cause. And look at that list of all the people there. Uh, Otep, jo Josh Fries, um You had me at Billy Idol. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Dexter yeah. Holland from The Offspring, your favorite. Your favorite oh, yeah. My favorite, my favorite uh, vocalist. And he did not Corey disappoint Taylor. when we saw him live at it's, Aftershock. Remember when I was like... The yeah. same tone, same all tone. Night. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you hear the siren and the little do light, just, just the same tone. Oh, yeah, the Anthony Kiedis was there too. Uh, a lot of people. Oh, so, Anthony Kiedis, yeah, and it was oh. all. I wonder uh, if he's wearing a shirt. Uh, probably Kiedis? not. <laughs> probably not. He had a, a pedophile mustache, no shirt, yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, with a stringy mullet. It's pretty typical. He's probably drinking, like, I don't know, Pabst or something. Still, look at that. Corey Taylor. Oh, man. That'd be, that'd be pretty dope. Jerry Harrison yeah. from The Talking Heads. Ooh, that, that, that's, that's a pretty cool little cameo awesome. there. Uh, awesome. So, yeah. Awesome stuff. Uh, it, the fourth Above Ground Fundraiser concert will be announced later this year, so they're going to do another one. Raising more money for mental health. Really cool stuff. Very I like cool. how they're kind of re, re, uh, removing that stigma of all that kind of stuff with mental health, you know? Uh, and check this out. Look at these tracks they did. Wow. They were all Lou Reed tracks and Sex Pistols tracks. They did Lou Reed's Transformer front to back with all these people here. Perry Farrell doing, you know, Satellite of Love. Anthony Kiedis, Walk on the Wild Side. Okay. You know? Uh, Corey Taylor doing Vicious. You know? Ooh, Perry, Perry Farrell's crazy ass. Dude, whatever he's good. doing. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, you got Mark McGrath doing a bunch of shit there. That's funny. Uh, Holiday in, in the Sun, uh, Sex Pistols. They do the whole thing here. Dexter Holland. Yeah. You know, the, the, everybody's there. So, cool. That looks great. Yeah. That's and, amazing. And so the footage is online, and it was starting to get a lot of traction. Uh, so check it out on YouTube yeah. if you guys are and interested. For a good cause. It, exactly. That's cool. All right, check it out. Alex Lifeson from Rush doing something other than Rush with his new group here of two old men and some young was, woman yeah. that okay. looks like they've coaxed this woman uh, against I her know. will into the band. I don't know. Kidding. They're like, want some candy? <laughs> <laughs> right here. Uh, so, no, but this is a new track called Liar, the first single from his new band, Envy of None. So this is uh, the band Envy of None with okay. Alex Lifeson from Rush. And it's a totally different type of band. I wanted to play it for you guys. Uh, all right. Before I play it, what do you think it's going to sound like? Um, I'm gonna say Swedish death metal. Okay. Really? Yeah. 
What do you think, Lalo? I have no idea. I can't really like attribute anything to Rush without thinking of like the just off of looking at those people though. And the dragon's heart was red. I mean, like <laughs> they look like someone just Light googled musician and then just like put stock images together. All right. Like, uh, all right. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, this is an ad. So let the ad play. Hold on. Wait. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so let me make this bigger here. We need to set up a stereo system in here for this, though, because uh, when, we, when we did the last video, you couldn't hear it in the podcast. Oh, okay. Well, you'll be able to hear it. You'll hear it. Okay, this time, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking this time. more cool. You like, should be able to. More along the lines of, like, a perfect circle, maybe? Uh, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I could, I could see that. That makes sense. Okay, let's check it out. Um, let me switch this to YouTube capture. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Kids, 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 kids. Do you like corn? Do you like camp? Are you tired of the same boring routine in that dull Midwestern opiate infested farm town? Punching walls in the arms of your friends and moshing in your stepdad basement like a freak? Are you a freak? You're a freak. Then head down to our kids' camp in sunny Bakersfield, California, where we've remodeled 40 acres of shitty asphalt, old dollar stores, and tire shops into an Iowan-style corn maze and campground just for you, freak! Two weeks of 10-hour-a-day camp courses brought to you by our favorite new metal group, Corn! 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 Each day is jam-packed with individual lessons from these grindy, whiny, screaming giants of rock, including Wednesday to Sunday, four-hour nightly sessions on head bandana folding straight from bassist Reginald Fieldy Arvizu, a daily two-hour nature walk, spotting both alive and dead ground squirrels with James Monkey Schaefer on the side of California's infamous Interstate 5. Yeah! An incredible three-hour-long daily lesson with frontman Jonathan Spunky Davis on how to effectively ruin a hard-ass song with the 30-second interlude of whiny voice and out-of-sync instruments. What? As a special treat, former band member Brian Head Welch personally crawls under the blankets by your feet to wake you at 4 a.m. with fervent prayer whispers, then leads you to a wet spot in a lawn where he anoints you with the soot in the name of evangelical Jesus Christ. Brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. That's pretty disturbing. Bless, 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 bless. Hour of Power by 10-time Academy Award nominee and Moon Children of Bulganathon cult veteran, Tildy Sweeney-Doo. My God! Bedtime loudspeaker reading of Maze for the Gods, unearthing the 9,000-year-old history of corn, and much, much, much more! So tell your parents to get online now, you freak! Wow, corn camp sounds so cool! They better fucking bust out that almost maxed out credit card and visit www.corncampwithallks.com and bust a load of 2K on the best damn three weeks of your life at Corn Camp. Corn Camp. Corn Camp. Not an officially licensed product. Corn Camp not legally tied to ban corn. Special taxes and rates may apply. Not available to residents in the state of Wisconsin or to Fred Durst or any Limp Biscuit affiliates. All rights reserved. RockNewsWeekly.com. I already like it. It's not like what I was expecting. It's a little oh, nine yeah. inch nails as uh, bass riff Super going on nine there. inch nails. That's what I, I was. Okay. I was like, yeah, it's not what I expected, you know? Okay, I like that. Oh, man. Okay, there's a group on my playlist that sounds just like this, and it sounds. Um, Fantagram. Fantagram, it sounds, yeah. It sounds like Fantagram. Sure, yeah. yeah. I like it. I don't like the lady on the left, though. Or on the right. On my right. On the right? She yeah. looks confused. <laughs> she looks startled. And they're both <laughs> yeah, the blue pill. I thought it was supposed to be a blue pill and a red pill. I like... Now, this is crazy. This is not what I expected. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, there you go. I expected more like a... Like a, I mean, this is a, this is the second week in a row that we've been pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Like with Tom York's gig, like that sound was nothing like Radiohead, mm -hmm. and then now this is like nothing like Rush. 
So yeah, yeah very and, cool. And that's what yeah. I like about how you know these guys are kind of like doing something different and unexpected and not something predictable. It's not a band that sounds like Rush or any anything. You could tell he has these kind of like creative outlets that he wants to yeah to get out. You know, like do some stuff that he's always been thinking about, and now's the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, our teenage expert? What Alma? We just walked. Yeah. I was like, I was also pleasantly surprised with like the kind of Nine Inch Nails style like instrumentals at the beginning. It, the lyrics, this is chill music. It, yeah. Lyrics are, l- yeah, little cheesy. Yeah, but little. like they're just a little, little yeah, a little, little emo high school poetry bit. type. Like, you let your darkness your eyes. You liar. But like, I feel alone. No, yeah, like and it, she yeah. looked really young though too, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe she's still like you know, kind of in that writing phase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that right, like like yeah. high school writing or something. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, big time. All right, well, but fun. still promising, cool. Alex Lifeson's doing something different. Yeah, no, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's Go great. for it. That's cool. Nicely I, done. I'd like to hear this whole new album. Apparently, this solo album that Ru- that um, Rush's Alex Lifeson is doing is the album's finale is titled. Western Sunset, which is mm. was inspired by his late bandmate, Rush drummer Neil Peart. He said, quote, I visited Neil when he was ill. I was on his balcony watching the sunset and found inspiration. Okay. There's a finality about a sunset that kind of stayed with me throughout the whole process. It had meaning. It was the perfect mood to decompress after all these different textures, a nice way to close the book. Nice. So that sounds cool. Okay. I can't wait to hear I that like song. that. Yeah. Um, all okay. right. Ooh, what's Look this? at this. This is kind of cool. Look at that mask. That is sick. Ooh. So this is a deluxe edition of Coheed and Cambria's new album. Uh, it's called Vaxis 2, A oh. Window of the Waking Mind. I love their whole I Vaxis, need... like that whole storyline, you know. I am the sun. What, Vaxis. What, what is it. that whole thing? If, if you were to describe it to somebody, uh, like a listener that didn't know. It's it's almost like, um, like a... Crazy fantasy cool. style sci-fi, awesome. like adventure kind of story, with these that with these weird kind of like um, cyborg type humans. They have like a whole story arc and nice, and, um, yeah, a whole graphic novel collection and all this stuff. But like in their songs, they'll have like this guy in the background and he talks and he's like, you know, I am the sun, Vaxis, and he like starts before these songs go like. <laughs> fucking hard i mean like seriously hard so yeah, it's 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 pretty cool it's like a whole i mean being a band and like making your music into a story arc is 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 pretty awesome and it's not like some operatic kind of pink Floyd um the wall type thing it's more like a dark kind of storyline that coincides with your music and it's 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 very inspirational nice well it's coming out and well, I think it may be already out, but this is the deluxe. No, no, it's new. Uh, coming out in May. My my mistake. Oh, okay. May twenty seventh is what it says here. Thirteen tracks, and this is the deluxe edition with a full color booklet as oh, well as vinyl nice. in a box set with that mask, which nice. is pretty. I cool. I need the mask. I know. <laughs> um, I, I I'm so I'm looking right. forward to it because I wasn't really impressed with their last album. Yeah. But the one before, fantastic. But their last one, I was like, meh could do without yeah uh they got sheer mag as the group that's opening up for them on the tour so mm-hmm. check that out i've uh, never heard sheer mag they're all right i've heard them uh they were a specialty band that i got serviced i played maybe a track or two from them i think it's an all-female group i'm not sure exactly but they're all right you know what when you just pulled this picture up right I now know, yeah, i thought I it said it. I you canine i saw it yeah i know <laughs> fu canine but it's, i think it's flu Oh, it's flu. F-L-U. Oh. Flu canine. Okay. COVID detection. It's just cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that it is. (laughs) Yeah. So check it out. Tool and Metallica. COVID detection. Both Tool and Metallica are among the bands using COVID-19 sniffing dogs to detect the virus in members of their crew, entourage, or anyone else allowed backstage. Okay. So it's not like they're going to be doing this in the crowds for regular people. Uh, the outlet's reporting that Metallica hired biodetection canine for its fall shows in Fort Lauderdale and Atlanta, as well as the band's 40th anniversary celebration in San Francisco last month. Uh, John Peets of Q Prime, the management company that reps Metallica, said so far, knock on wood, the dog's been knocking out of the park. We haven't had the dogs miss anybody. So okay, nice. I didn't even know that was a thing. I, d- I didn't know the dogs were already able to smell that and detect that. Smell COVID? 
Yeah, I mean, you hear about, like, animals uh, smelling the sick on people. Right. You know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, hey, yeah. It was, like, fear. Actually, I don't know how I... I mean, dogs smell the mental sick on me all the time. <laughs> yeah. So. That's why Charlie hates I me. Think, they oh, smell I think, the bodies in our baby. I, I, <laughs> I think there's definitely, uh, like, we see that in our day-to-day things. Sometimes I remember, like, when I've been sick, like, it's like your dog knows. He, like, yeah. comes to you, and he kind of, like, comforts you, and... It's something that a dog can sense. Dogs are just super smart, and yeah. that that's pretty pretty amazing. So you know, good for them, I guess, keeping their uh, staff safe because yeah. we don't want anybody getting that and getting sick. So. No, big time. And for a while there on the podcast last year, it was like every week we were talking about some new band that's like stricken with COVID. So it seems like yeah. this may be a solution. Yeah, you know. So I think that's and a good idea. Maynard got COVID particularly bad, and it messed up. Yeah, it's fucked his it, vocals Yeah, up. his vocals, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I wonder I what they do, though. That. Do they just start barking at you viciously? Like, yeah. <laughs> He's got COVID. They probably, like, start humping your leg or no, something. No, they probably <laughs> just sit down. Like, the drug-sniffing dogs, they sit. Or yeah. they, like, lay down in front of it like it's the toy. Because they yeah. train them with the toy with the stuff in it. And then when they find it, they lay down because they, they know that that's going to be their toy. So they'll lay down wherever they smell it at. I'll tell you what they do. They they sit down on their rear quarters and they stare at you judgingly. Just like that right there. Just And that that's like longingly. Oh. In that picture, it's longingly. But as soon as he sees somebody with, with a, that's sick, it's judgingly. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. We cracked uh. the code. Check it out. Look at uh, this guy. We're I never going to get rid of this guy. Oh, that's what uh, he looks like. Oh, yeah, that's him. And look at He's got a fucking tattoo that says Nevermind uh, right here. What? And he's suing the band. There he is in his photo shoot capitalizing on the album. Again, he's suing With the band With a tattoo. Again. Hey, I'm cool. And I'm suing the band again. Yeah. After the California judge dismissed his lawsuit, uh, uh, the judge gave a deadline to amend the lawsuit, and so he barely made it in time. Yeah, yeah. And so he did... And, you know, it's going to continue. I don't want to give this guy any more press time than we need. Well, we wanted but to But it's happening, him... and he's back, so. we. I mean, we covered this story a couple of times on the A million podcast, times. And we wanted to give him the benefit, the benefit of the doubt. Of it, yeah. We really did. And then we started finding out about all the things that he was doing to, like, cash in on it up until this point. Right? Yeah. And then it was like, all right, like, you lost your credit. Like, if he was truly, like, emotionally scarred, he wouldn't be sitting out there signing autographs. He wouldn't on... have the tattoo. Oh, you wouldn't have the tattoo. You I mean, wouldn't be that's an adult photos. tattoo. It's not like it got it when he yeah. was 16, you know. Anyway. Uh, all right. Check this out. This is a really cool story. And Eddie Vedder has a new solo album coming out. It's called Earthling. Mm. And so here's the deal. It will feature some audio of his late father, Edward Lewis Severson Jr. So Vedder's parents were divorced when he was a toddler. Vedder, who was raised believing his stepfather was his actual dad, only met his biological father briefly when introduced as a family friend. So they introduced mm. him as a family friend. That's what that song is about, huh? What? What's um, that? Oh, my God. Probably, what is that though. song off of 10, you guys, audience, fans? You know this song. You know, maybe wow, Guitar you 49 sitting, knows. Home he'll, he'll alone chime in. at age 13. No, that's Your real not what daddy it's... was dying. No? No, no. That was actually inspired by... You're talking about Jeremy? No, it's not Jeremy. Oh, wait, which one? It's another song. It's Black, I think. It's not Jeremy. Oh, okay. Your real daddy was dying. <laughs> Sorry you didn't see him. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I'm glad, glad we talked. Yeah. It's on uh, Eddie, uh, Betty Getty Vetter and the Flim Flam Man. Of course. Oh, yeah, it's a great yeah. film. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great <laughs> It's a great if film. If you subscribe to our um, uh, our podcast channel on Anchor FM, you can hear that commercial and that preview. Yeah. yeah. It's it's awesome. I wonder if 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 uh, if that was the inspiration for that song. Let's not d- get derailed here. This is actually a really good story, <laughs> Charles. All right, Charles derails the story. All right, all right. Check let's it see out. What happens? So he was believed, uh, raised believing that his stepdad was his actual dad. He met his dad as a family friend. His dad died of multiple sclerosis while Vetter was still young. Never mm-hmm. got a chance to really meet him, right? Except for that time where he. He was introduced as a family friend. So Eddie Vedder is speaking to Mojo Magazine about it, how his father would end up appearing on Earthling, this new album. And he said, quote, I didn't really get to know my father. I met him maybe three or four times as a kid, but he was, you know, a friend of the family. Mm. It would have been nice to have been in a room with him at some point before he died when I was 13. It would have been nice to share that I knew that he was my pop, but it didn't happen. He went on to explain, but the crazy thing that did happen was about 10 years ago. 
the Chicago Cubs, some of their old-timers get together and play baseball for about a week. And I would go down there every other year and hang with these guys, learn about the game more so I can teach my kids more, you know? I coach baseball. One of the ex-players, this erudite, badass trumpeter, who used to play third base, his name is Carmen Fanzone, or Fanzoni. He became head of the Musicians Union in LA, an incredibly cool individual. I saw Carmen play the horn in a little club in Arizona, and this guy playing keyboards with him had been best friends with my dad. Wow. Vetter, who eventually assembled a collage of his father's voice, added, quote, Two years later, he brought me some photos of them in a little basement studio. Then a couple years after that, he brought me five songs of my dad singing on a disc. Wow. I carried that disc around for two to three months in my suitcase, not ready to hear it. Finally, I got the guts, and after a couple bottles of wine, played it one night in Argentina, and he was good. It was incredible. Like, he left a message for me. Oh, that's That's amazing. That is so cool. Vetter remains proud of the album, not to mention its special guests. I I thought of the record like a set list. By the end, that's when you start bringing out the special guests. We had Stevie Wonder, Elton John, Ringo Starr was an incredible addition. And then my pop gets to be on a record with those guys, which is not too shabby. Nice, nice. So he used those old recordings that he got from that yeah. CD that he carried around. That's pretty cool. That Put them on the new album yeah, super with all dope. these guys. Super dope. of a movie. Very cool. I thought that was a, a cool thing with Eddie Vedder. Now, uh, he's, now, Eddie Vedder in the Earthlings, this is just like a temporary side thing, right? Like, isn't this... It's not like a permanent It's a side super gig. group. Yeah, yeah, it's like a super group. There's a bunch of musicians in the band that are in other bands, and he's touring with them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. If you get a chance to see it, I think this would be a really cool show to see. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, cool. we don't get a Northern California show, but he will be at the LA at the YouTube Theater. I mean, big. I've never heard I've of that. I've never heard of a YouTube Theater. They must have just bought that. Big, uh, big, ci- crazy. big cities. You know, it's a, st- a heavily star studded band when it's like big cities like that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's all the yeah. major dates, but I love shows like that. That's like, I remember King Crimson did a tour like that where it was like they played San Francisco, LA, Seattle, Chicago. New York, and and that was basically it. Yeah. And if you got to see a a show on that tour, you know you saw something special. Yeah. But it was like a limited tour. You had to commit to it. It was like a big thing. It was in a big city. Those shows feel really cool. Yeah. They feel like really special. So. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Um, All right. This was some good news, too, that apparently you're slashing. (laughs) Look at Axel. Um, So Slash, though saying that he's been making peace with Axel and that this new Guns N' Roses music is coming along really nicely. Okay. So check it out. He spoke with Classic Rock Magazine. He was asked if he thought the band would still be going over uh, this strong after half of a decade or whatever uh, after joining forces. And he said, um, no. When we got together, (laughs) Axel and I really got over the majority, uh, or excuse me, the major sort of hump of negativity that we've been carrying around for years and years. It was a real simple, relatively short conversation that we had, which pointed a lot of fingers in the direction of shit that we were going through in the past and people we were working with at the time. Mm. So we got past that. Mm. We decided we would move, or excuse me, we decided we would honor these requests to play Coachella that we've been getting for years. That was in 2016. Oh, yeah, it was before they started right. bringing in $40 million they were getting like and- They were getting offers, like every year they were getting yeah. an offer, basically. They and didn't need the money. That's right. Good call. At the time. That was really the main driver to get together for the fun of it and do the Coachella gigs. I didn't really have any expectations, but it was such a magical kind of thing, such an overwhelmingly positive experience that we just started doing it in earnest across the planet, and it's continued for a pretty long time. Dope. So, yeah, he says uh, the newly revamped Guns tracks set for the upcoming album had been recorded prior to him and McKagan joining the band. Slash revealed the bass and guitars are all redone for the most part, but the original drums are still intact and the vocals, which is kind of interesting. So uh, when pressed as to which era or the album uh, upcoming is most strongly resembling, Slash explained, I don't really have the vantage point to be able to have that perspective. I'm just not able to sort of objectively look at it like that. It is just what it is, but it's cool. I'm enjoying working on this stuff and having a good time doing it. Yeah. So that's that's really positive. To hear Slash say that, that he's having a good time doing it, enjoying doing what he's doing with Axl Rose, that, that and, hasn't happened since the early 90s. And making buku bucks. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, I'm sure yeah. that doesn't hurt, right? Well, yeah. That that, one... I'm sure that made it a little bit easier to oh, get yeah. along. 
that one show they did in uh, in 2019 or whatever. It was like the, the Coachella gigs. They highest got paid. grossing rock show ever. Or yeah, something. yeah. Uh, well, not not of all time, but I think they were like in the top four or five. Yeah, of all yeah. time. It I think was crazy. Paul, I think Paul McCartney, U2, and uh, one other band. I think it's like a pop artist. Like yeah, uh, they were Ed, up Ed there. Sheeran. I remember that. Ed yeah. Sheeran mm, has yeah. one of the highest uh, grossing tours of all time. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. He, he dude, he raked it in one year. He was like the number one touring artist, and yeah, yeah. Tip of the hat to him, dude. I dude, mean, I could see that. Hundreds he's, he's of a millions very talented of dollars. Dude. I mean, like, it's crazy. It was yeah. definitely the year that that one song, what uh, Shape of You, came out. Oh yeah, right. I was playing uh, yeah. everywhere. Was everywhere. Cashed yeah. in. Yep. And yeah, it was everywhere. Imagine, like, you know, buying some tickets for that. People are paying, like, five grand for the front row tickets. Yeah. Oh, no, you know no. I mean? I, you, know what, you know what's crazy uh, that you said that? I this is, this is just totally nuts. But Tool in Sacramento tomorrow, um, front row seats over a grand yep. right now. Over Whoa. a grand. It's bananas. Yep. yep. It's bananas. I remember a uh, quick story when Dahlia got – front row tickets for tool um by going out to have a smoke at the arco arena wherever it was i i I can't remember if it was uh golden one or any of that yet but she was having a cigarette out at the venue she comes back and oh these guys just gave me a front row ticket to tool and i'm like well go down there what are you doing yeah you know like and she's like no i feel bad you bought me the tickets and blah blah blah. i'm like whatever just go down there she's like no i think they were trying to hit on me you take the ticket I was like, okay. He was like, okay, no. All right, I'm not gonna hesitate on that. You give me a front row ticket for two, I'm gonna go down there. And so I'm making my way down the front row, and it's all the way at the very end. I'm the last seat at the at the front row, like it's seat number twenty or whatever, right? Yeah. And I'm the last seat on the very end. And these two guys that are sitting next to me, they go, "Hey, where'd you get the ticket?" And I was like, "From my girlfriend." And they're like. Oh, was it Dahlia? And I was like, yeah. Uh, oh, she's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. She's really cool. Yeah. We're going to get married next year and, you know, <laughs> all this shit. And you could just see it, like, just, like, deflate, like, their whole, like, the face. Like, oh, yeah. They realized they thought they had met a cool girl that they were going to get to sit next to at the show. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, try and guys. Give the, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know? That's all right. But, hey. I was there, and yeah. I had that moment with Maynard. I'll never forget it. I was there, and we were. I was up in the front row, and I was one of the only people standing up there. And Maynard was up on the stage, and he was like doing this thing where he was like moving back and forth. Oh, yeah, you he know, was doing his yeah. Rocking. yeah, he was doing his rocking. I was doing his. Uh, I was rocking too, but it was opposite, like synchronistic. Yeah, we oh. were all, like moving like this, and I swear he like he saw me there, and he probably thought like, who the fuck is this weird yeah. ass dude in the front row and how did he get a ticket yeah you know? <laughs> i had like a backwards fish hat on and like some stupid outfit and he probably's like who the fuck is this guy sitting in the front row and yeah. who gave him a ticket you know yeah like on opiate where he's like <laughs> we had a moment this- Somebody get this Bob Marley looking motherfucker out of here, dude! It was so funny. I'll yeah. never forget that. And, I love that. And and I left like halfway through because I felt bad. I'm like, dude, I don't want to sit here down the, enjoy the whole show down here in the front row. Oh yeah. Well, Dahlia and the whole group of people I went with are up there on the, in the rafters. You yeah. Know? So I left. The tool. I would have done it. What about you? I would have thrown all morality aside <laughs> to sit in the front row. Are you kidding me? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Without I did. I, I stayed there for about ten songs. But yeah. like for the last like four or five I, I took off. Yeah. Well yeah. That makes it just sense. felt uncomfortable yeah. because I could tell they didn't want me to be yeah. there. Yeah. You know? And it's just like I was there was trying to be there with my friends and I didn't want to like be like Oh yeah, no no no. The only yeah. guy having a good time down in the front row and I wasn't there with anybody, you know? Yeah. It was just really even it, for a great strange. Even for a great artist, like you uh yeah, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Oh yeah. No, I totally get it. If I was uncomfortable it just I I, I would do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. What a tool. I'm still alive. Guitar 49, dude. Thank you for hanging out, man. <laughs> I appreciate Heck your chat. Yeah. Hey, Charles, take it away. It's rock birthday time. Oh, it's rock birthday yeah, time. This is Charles birthdays. time. Okay. Donald Fagan, singer composer of Steely Dan, 74. Not disputed. Not, not disputed. disputed. Not disputed. 
And most people, for whatever reason, in their 60s and 70s are disputed whenever we do this. Isn't that a funny-ass picture of him? Looking, He looks like he's like a mob uh, boss, like yeah. in Dragnet or something. Yeah, I love it. He's like, tell us where the drugs are. Let us, <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Speak into this microphone. Okay, what's the deal with the disputed thing? Let's get that out of the like, way. Yeah, I don't know. It's something with musicians and celebrities that they don't want to reveal their real age. Yeah, yeah. And oh, they don't okay. they don't want to say mm -hmm. their real birthday, and they've never, like, made a statement about it. Yeah. But somebody has found out the information. Yeah. And they put it up there, but it's disputed oh. because it's like, no, that's not my birthday. That's not how old I am. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's they it. They don't want people that's to it. know. Yep. Uh, right. Ronnie Hawkins, rock and roll pioneer, whose backing musicians eventually became Ooh. the band. It looks like Tommy Charles Chong. Manson. Oh. It, it looks yeah, exactly had, like Tommy very different. Chong. Uh, okay. Charles Manson and Tommy Chong. You know, and he's 87, and good for you. Yeah, good look for at him. you living the rock and roll dream and making it to 87. I think uh, uh, 87, 87 was about Tommy Charles 45 Chong. years Tommy ago Manson? for Keith Richards, right? <laughs> 87, 87 was a uh, was was when Keith Richards was a kid, right? It, oh yeah, yeah. Keith Richards, <laughs> I think, is like Methuselah the tree. He just, uh, doesn't doesn't age. Howard Stern, I Radio Shock Jock. I don't like 68. this guy at all. Uh, yeah, he's weird. He's weird yeah, and he's like he's a weird wonky dude. I don't know if you've ever seen like the Beetlejuice episodes that he yeah. did. But, like, they're, like, straight up making fun of the guy. Howard Stern, to me, it reminds me of um, somebody who likes to, like, watch other people pee or something. It's very strange. Like, I I, I don't know. It's just he's got, like, this weird vibe. Yeah. You know? Really? It, yeah, it's it's very strange. He definitely, yeah. like, yeah. took part in the Marilyn Manson, like, soundproof room, like, thing. He was part of the construction <laughs> he was part team. part of it? Yeah. I don't know about He pitched the idea. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, all right. So, Zach De La Rocha, uh, I can't even make I can't even make a joke because Zach De La Rocha is God. He's amazing. <laughs> uh, lead singer, Rage Against the Machine. He's 52. That's not disputed. Zach. Oh, Dave Grohl again. Oh, Dave, Dave Grohl, Grohl. Uh, drummer, Nirvana, singer, guitarist, The Foo Fighters. He's 53. And and this is this is actually funny. Funny story here. So while I'm saying that his birth date right now. He has recorded 12 albums. No kidding. And he's done six television things. Already. He's written three books. Yeah, just in the span of us talking right now. I actually guessed it on our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he he in that span of time. He just ran in and gave me a beer just a few seconds ago. That's <laughs> that's how busy he is. Ran out without uh, a word. Oh, yeah, Zach Wild. Awesome. Whoa. Uh, we got some good birthdays this yeah, week. Yeah, big birthdays. Nice. Four. Guitarist Ozzy know, Osbourne, right? Black Label <laughs> Society, 55. Nicely done. Looking he, like that a Nordic god. A, dude, he is the epitome of metal. Oh, yeah, look Seriously, at that. Seriously, he's the epitome of metal. Um, Geoff Tate, or Jeff Tate, <laughs> uh, lead singer of Queensryche. Queensryche. Uh, 63 and uh, uh, Silent Lucidity. That's right. Silent Lucidity. The street most magician. awkward music video uh, ever, aside from... There's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Is, I don't know about ever. Is, is Silent Lucidity the one with like the kid dreaming? Is that the one? Yeah, and he's in yes. a bed. Yeah. And he's floating. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Silent Lucidity. All the Queensryche stuff was concept album stuff. It was yeah. like pretty pretty far out there there was a lot of like kids dreaming videos in yeah. that time period and it was like really man, weird right there yeah. was a lot of kids dreaming videos it's like it's in the so early specific 90s. Well, but there well, were so many late 80s early 90s i think it was because of like the you know nightmare on elm street yeah and, like, that kind Freddy of like freddie shit like had, dreams you know yeah, we were talking that. about this in the car exact and he made the exact same reference to nightmare on elm street yeah, yeah. i think that was the uh, to me that's like the founder of like they're gonna get you in your dreams. Yeah, you know, oh, you're yeah. gonna die in that your dreams. Eerie. Or, you know, yeah, your dreams are scary and crazy. Yeah. yeah, and that that whole like crazy thing started, and then like a lot of the movies, it was like they all had like a um, you know they'd be dreaming and they would have a, like a vision or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, that was like a way of like I don't know storytelling rock and stuff. opera in your dreams. It's gonna be a rock <laughs> opera. Some long haired dude with the weird face gonna be <laughs> singing eloquently in your dreams. What a dream. All right, guys, we got some trivia for you this week. In 1977, this week, this musician is fined for possession of cocaine okay. in his car. We, yeah. know, we, we know what it is. Which he wrecked <laughs> on May 19th the previous year. He is also charged with an additional uh, one for court costs, but is not found guilty of possession of LSD. Ugh. Now was, that, 
now that we have a video audience, this is great because it's on the screen, right? They can they can read the they can actually read it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So was it A, Keith Richards, B, Ozzy Osbourne, C, Iggy Pop, or D, a Coke fueled David Crosby? This oh, week man. in 1977, who do you think it was, guys? Oh man, I'm gonna let Lalo go first. I mean, the fact that you even have to ask. Yeah. It's definitely a coke fueled David. Any co <laughs> any cocaine related incident, and we we get a, like a very small amount of cocaine related incidents yeah. on these like trivia questions. It has to be directly related to David Crosby in it, some way. It has to. It has to be. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm also gonna agree with Lalo, and I'm gonna say that there's some missing pieces to the story here. So in 1977, this musician is fined for possession of cocaine in his car. I'm also gonna say that. Uh, not only did they find cocaine in his car, but they found 16 six shooters <laughs> and they found wow. exactly 24 packets of unopened uh, ballpark hot dogs and uh, and <laughs> 24 pounds of kibbles and bits. I, I actually heard he had a, a full stick of old dynamite. Like it was from the 1800s, like you put on a train track, and they pulled it yeah, right they from had, his rectum. Well, he had one of those. <laughs> no, he had one of those detonator boxes. Like yeah. you push down on it, and it was a detonator like box. Timey? Yeah, like <laughs> it, it was yeah. a detonator box. It has the wire. Yeah, and it had the bundle of dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. the wire detonator, and it said TNT on it. <laughs> it's like, <you're> right. <laughs> uh, so. 1977. I'm going with the Coke Field David Crosby. Has Coke to be David Field, Crosby. David Crosby. Okay, yeah. you're both going with no nobody else. Nobody's going to choose anyone else here. No, no. it's definitely a, dope, a Coke Field David Crosby. Definitely. Okay. All 1, right. Let's scroll down. See who it is. What? No, it's actually Keith Richards. Really? Oh, he's like two in that picture. I know, right? Look <laughs> at how young. he looks like. He's on LSD in that picture right there. He's with just those a pupils. little baby. Yeah. What What are oh, you going to do, Mike? Look at his pupil size. I was going to say, yeah. Look at the. Uh, so he was fined 750 English pounds for possession of cocaine in his car, like which he wrecked on May 19th the previous year. He also got charged an additional 250 pounds for court costs, but is found not guilty of possession of LSD. Mm. In this picture, he almost looks like a sad, slightly greasy Willem Dafoe. <laughs> like, he could play, he like, does. Green Goblin in, like, Spider-Man Noir. Actually, I would love to see that. That'd be dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be yeah. good. He looks like, uh, he looks like if, uh, if Liam and Noel Gallagher punched themselves <laughs> in the face for a while, right? Yeah, it's a nice tie too. It's a really nice tie. Oh, that's awesome! Dressed up for it's a that big fat really, one. Uh, spent yeah, spent some money on that corner. Yeah. The dragon scales. All right, well that threw me for a loop. All right, check it out here. This week in rock and roll history trivia, in the week of 2000, this week rock star Melissa Etheridge ended speculation about the paternity of the children she shared with then partner Julie Cipher, telling Rolling Stone magazine that the biological father was this man. Cypher carried the children that he fathered by artificial insemination. Who was the father of Melissa Etheridge's uh, child? Was mm. it A, Jackson Brown, B, Stephen Stills, C, William H. Macy, mm. or... William H. Macy? William H. Macy. Or was it D, a Coke-fueled David Crosby? Oof. That's a tough choice here. Lalo. Who do you oh. think is the father of Melissa Etheridge? Oh, my God. Okay. Child. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea. So, I don't know. Do you remember any of this? Like, it was a big deal because it was one of the first like mainstream yeah. same same sex marriages that was like we got an artificial Wait, insemination from a good friend of ours uh, to have our child, and oh. yeah, and it was it was a big deal at the time. I oh, so so I do know that this was D a coke fueled David Crosby. Mm. I, I know that I know mm. that this is the case because mm. I remember. That this was such a you big were confident story. on the last one. Well, no, this was such a big story. They actually had um, they actually had Melissa Etheridge and Julie Cipher and David Crosby like on the cover of like People magazine mm. and stuff during that time. So uh, definitely wasn't William H Macy, but just a shout out to William H Macy if you guys are familiar with that actor. Great um, uh, Fargo. Yep, and he played a, a very <laughs> small a very small role in our favorite movie uh the last dragon <gasps> wait and, seriously and yeah william h macy does yeah and I'll, I'll, I'll show you later but just fun fact there just throwing it out there just throwing it out there but no it's okay. david crosby just to have an answer different from that just in case i'm gonna go with stephen stills stephen stills okay yeah. you're only going with that because his name and his last name are two s's exactly 
There he is. Is that actually David Crosby? Oh no, the, the one, one time. You don't pick the him. one time. The one time. Look at him in all his glory. Uh, you know what? He's walrus mustache. You guys, yes. you guys do not know. Wilford Brimley mustache. Looking like Yosemite Sam. Underneath that Wilford Brimley mustache, he's got is six guns. About four grams on of that belt. They just got six guns on that belt. You don't even see him. And he's got, he's got That's three Ziploc bags full of macaroni and cheese. And there's coke in that pocket, <laughs> yeah. in that t-shirt pocket. Right there, there is. And if you guys, if you guys always uh, audience, because I know for the past couple of years, like you've been like, why do they keep talking about a coke filled David Crosby? It's because of this. There's a reason. There <laughs> he is keeps a popping reason. up. He keeps yeah. popping up. He does funny shit. He's a genuinely yeah. good guy, and we love to poke fun at the fact that he's been a rootin' tootin' cocaine cowboy yeah. for a long time. And he I, doesn't and he doesn't have diabetes. Yeah, no, that's right. I genuinely yeah. can't believe the one time I don't pick David Crosby it's actually David <laughs> the Crosby. The one time. Yeah. And there's Melissa Etheridge yeah. and her lady at the time, they're divorced now, but they have a child together and it was David Crosby's uh, you know, artificial insemination that had that child for yeah, them. The lady on the far right, right is having right. a child. She's like, "What are you doing, you Melissa? Stank I do not approve of this." Look at that. I do not approve of that. Those are voice. You. Sounds you like a robot. I do not approve of this. You skank. I do not approve of this. <laughs> All right. Anyway. This is a cyborg. That's a secret. <laughs> okay. We got to check this out. I got the trailer lined up, guys. Yes. Studio 666, the new film that's coming to theaters. The Foo Fighters have dropped a new trailer for their hom- uh, core, uh, core, horror comedy film, Studio 666. And it's dropped, and let's check out this trailer. I got it lined up for us. Oh, we uh, we better see a Tenacious D cameo. Oh yeah, we have to. All right, let's check it out. Oh yeah, there's got to be a there's got to be a D cameo. Uh, Jables in Cage. You know there's going to. I mean Dave Grohl, he does cameos in Tenacious D stuff all the I time. I know, yeah, that's why. Okay. Played Satan. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. What? Hello. It just gets stupider and stupider. Yeah, like a super kind of cheesy. Yeah. Whore, yeah. <laughs> it's Dave Grohl's true form. <laughs> and none of them can like really act, but they've just like given them a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was that the Necronomicon? Yeah. It seems like they get shit from other horror oh, yeah. movies and kind of do their own Very, thing like, with it. Very, like, campy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's cool. A little all campy. Right, yeah. yeah, that's worth a watch. Pretty cheesy, but I think it, yeah. it seems like it would be kind of funny. I well, that's know, just right? Dave Grohl in, like, his natural state. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it looks fun. Yeah, I mean, it's not It's not going to be the yeah. best, uh, you know, but it's. it looks like it would be funny to it's at least not check like, it out. It's not like quite Neil Breen, but it's a... <laughs> It's a right. decent. It's decent. Honestly, oh, wait. I think. What the heck? Face we, no more. We don't want to see you. I know. What 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 happened? That actually, it would be cool to watch, but we don't want to yeah. watch that. I think we should just leave it at the trailer and never watch the movie because I feel like it, we'll just watch the trailer. Yeah, again. right. We'll I think you're right. Again. I think we'll just, you're right, Lalo. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, this was an interesting story. We're almost done here. After thousands of crows invade a California community, they turn to lasers, guys. What? what? That's right. Crow milk. Crows and milk. This is the perfect time for <laughs> the yeah. Crows and milk commercial. I know. Uh, so officials are now hoping that a uh, light show will help keep the crows away. So they say when the sun starts going down, they come around. Frank Hampton, a Sunnyvale resident, referencing the large group of crows, which is called a murder, that has apparently taken over this town. <laughs> Let's watch the video. I forgot, I forgot it's, it's called, called murder. murder. It is called a murder. murder of crows. All right, so let's let's watch this video. Huh? Let's let, Let's see. Uh... Doesn't look that bad. I was no, I've more seen like more. In, I've seen more at Costco and Merced. Oh, there are so many crows at Costco. Let's, yeah. Let's see here. Let's see if it gets any worse. Oh. Oh, that's Whoa. a lot of bird shit. Okay, yeah. That is that's a lot. A I see a problem. They did like a little close. Why? Well, yeah. Why they, they do just a close did, like up. a pan? <laughs> look at those little I reflectors. Know. <laughs> like, this is not gonna work. <laughs> this guy's a restaurant owner. He's like, I hate birds now. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to invest in these laser pointers. All right. You just like <laughs> green laser shows, dude. Yeah. Come on now. Oh. It does? Oh, oh it that does. actually works. Wow. It works. Okay, that's cool. Oh, wow. That's crazy. 
It's like the opposite of what a laser pointer does for a cat. They gotta yeah. be careful. I mean, they're gonna make them blind. There, it's like a blind bird's gonna be like it's like a death sentence. So yeah. it's like yeah. they gotta be careful with that. Peta's yeah. gonna get involved. Like no matter what, it's gonna happen. We question the legality of this tactic. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, they gotta okay. think of something, though, right? Yeah. Oh. Oh, blindness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, crow blindness. They can't just like throw. That's a dope band name. It's crow they're they're blind. not drinking their crow's milk. They're not drinking their crow's milk. They don't. Crow's milk. Drink of champions. <laughs> Look at all these like resources. Yeah. Gonna, yeah what? Urban oh, yeah. crows. What to do about crows? It's it's just a crow mayhem. Yeah. He finally he he finally came up with something and it was green lasers and the city shuts him down. <laughs> the city shuts down. Uh, come All on, right. meow. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. All right, well, get like your crow's milk. Thing? I don't know. I think crow's milk might help. Crow's milk will help. Okay, this is the last story of the week, guys, and this is an interesting one. I want to get your opinion on it. So, we've all had roommates. <laughs> I don't know, Lalo. Look you haven't that. you haven't reached the roommate age. I've had. Uh, it will I think come. I've had like two or three roommates. Actually, it's just that we didn't have a fridge in the room. So oh yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Fair enough. Yeah, he's talking about the hobgoblins that live the in the hobgoblins room. that uh, live in my yeah. room and whisper in my ears at night. <laughs> so a woman put a camera in her fridge in her apartment or wherever it was. With she lives with other roommates. And she posted on Reddit that she shares a house with three other women, wanted to find out who was responsible for constantly stealing her food and drinks. She explained she installed a fridge camera and caught the culprit red-handed. She was shocked, however, when the thief told her she was in the wrong for mm. invading her privacy. People commenting on the post were divided, some saying the ends justified the means, others say the woman was fundamentally wrong to record her roommates without their permission, regardless of the reason for doing so. Yeah, yeah. So what do you guys think? Okay, if... Whose side are you on if you had to choose a side? If food was already being stolen, and, like, this is just evidence of that, like, if this was already an ongoing problem and she had, like, reasonable suspicion that they were taking Let's the food... Let's say, then... for argument's sake, that her food was getting stolen twice a week. She would put a leftover or a drink in the fridge. It would come up missing, and no one would say anything about it that twice is, a week. That is 100% okay in my mind. To put a camera in there? Yeah, what do you think, Charles? Ah, uh, you know what? I keep thinking about that movie, The Sixth Sense, when uh, when that, dead people? that little girl puts the camera in the teddy bear and she finds out that the mother is like spiking her soup with a uh, pine saw. But I digress. <laughs> Good example. Uh, Good example. It's exactly that a, the same. That was a deep cut. It's exactly the same. Um, I honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give a shit if somebody put a camera in it, in a fridge. I what mean, if you were the one getting caught? Um, I was, if I was the one getting caught, I would just have to own up to it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd be like, I just mm. didn't think it mattered. Yeah. The sorry. fact that this person wasn't just like, oh, okay, you got me. I won't do it again, but please take the camera out of the fridge. Like the fact yeah. that that wasn't their immediate right, response right. is like. Well, here's, here's, here's though, here's playing devil's advocate here. So like. If you're somebody who like waits for your roommates to leave and then goes butt naked to the <laughs> fridge okay. to go grab some Cheerios, <laughs> late night and some milk, it. yeah, exactly. That's a whole different story. That's and a then good that's, point. Yeah, that's 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 pretty hor horrific. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's more disrespectful that you would take their food whilst naked. <laughs> I mean, what if that's the only way that you can eat food? No. What? What if, not. what if you have some medical condition that requires you to eat food while naked? That is not true. That's <laughs> not up. a condition. Give up. Uh, oh, we, we, Bob Saget. Oh, no. Yeah, we want to yeah. give a shout out uh, to Bob Saget. And uh, just uh, for me personally, he was an amazing, uh, you know, growing up watching him on TV. Uh, with America's Funniest Home Videos, Full House, yeah. all that stuff. He was just like, I could tell he was a genuinely good guy. Yeah. And we, we were starting to read all this stuff about how he was just like the kindest dude on earth, apparently. And he passed away at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Orlando, Florida. He was just 65. And the night before, on Saturday night, January 8th, he was doing a comedy show. He posted on his Twitter, Love tonight's show. Appreciative audience. Thanks again. Uh, for Real Tim Wilkins opening, I had no idea I did a two-hour set tonight. I'm happily addicted to this shit. Nice. Check out BobSaget.com for my dates in 2022. He was getting gearing up for a big tour. Oh man. Passed away in his sleep. Oh, wow. At the Ritz-Carlton Hotel that night. Yeah. Huh. 
That's crazy. That's a that's a decent way to go, you know, doing happy and that is a good point. Yeah. That is yeah. a good point. That is a definitely a good point to put put on it. He, he died doing what he's what he loved. He died in his sleep. That's almost mm-hmm. the best way you can kind of hope for, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then this was a cool story that just aired today about Jeff Ross and John Mayer apparently had to go get his car from LAX because he left his car at LAX and uh, they wanted to go pick it up. Uh, because it was too tough for his wife to do it. Oh, yeah. She yeah. didn't want to deal with that. And yeah. so they said that they'll go and pick it up. And Mayor added that it was Ross who ponied up the $250 to get the car out of the lot so he could keep the receipt in his wallet as a way of keeping Saget close to him. Oh, wow. He added, quote, I have my grandfather's union card from construction, and I'll have the receipt from Bob's car, oh. end quote. So oh, I thought that, that yeah, was kind of cool, cool. kind of sentimental, cool. you know? Yeah, very cool. Um, the Full House star's widow, Kelly Rizzo, shared the video on her Instagram saying, no words for how much this meant to me. These two men have been holding me up, taking care of me, along with many other incredible people who love my husband more than anything, so... Uh, just R.I.P. Bob Saget. Hate yeah. to end it on that kind of a note, but I just wanted to shout out to Bob Saget. Shout out to Bob Saget. Off to him, Bob man. He was Saget. A great comedian. Yeah. Uh, a genuinely good guy. Funniest Bob Saget bit is on um, Half Baked. Half Baked. That's yeah. right. Big Definitely. Time. Go look it up. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Rock News Weekly. Follow us on Twitch to watch us live at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. YouTube is coming next week, so stay tuned for details on that. And, of course, everything's at rocknewsweekly.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. We do appreciate it. And thank you guys for tuning in on Twitch on our basically our first uh, broadcast here on our official Twitch channel. Uh, So thank you to the two viewers who are sticking around right now. Guitar49, thank you for hanging out tonight in the chat. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next week. All right? Peace. Peace. Have a good one. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Bro. What's up, bro? Bro. What's up, bro? Bro. 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 Yeah, bro. Bro. Yeah, bro. Bro. Yeah, bro. 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 What's up, bro? Bro. Yeah, bro. Bro. Yeah, bro. Bro. This fucking crow's milk has me super pumped, bro. Fortified with amino acids and protein gives me the power of a crow, bro. Oh yeah, bro, me too, cause crow's milk is the drink of pros, bro. Get some crow's milk today. Crow's milk, the official drink of the beefy cake fest championship in Slovakia, Wisconsin. Don't be a wimp. Get your crow's milk today. Make sure to tell them Rock News Weekly sent you for a complimentary legal disclaimer.